Uh, let's see. So we have a reading. Page twenty-two. Yep. Halfway down. Talking about the alcoholic. Why does he behave like this? If hundreds of experiences have shown him that one drink means another debacle with all its attendant suffering and humiliation, why is it he takes that one drink? Why can't he stay on the water wagon? What has become of the common sense and willpower that he still sometimes displays with respect to other matters? Perhaps there will never be a full answer to these questions. Opinions vary considerably as to why the alcoholic reacts differently from normal people. We are not sure why, once a certain point is reached, little can be done for him. We cannot answer the riddle. We know that while the alcoholic keeps away from drink, as he may do for months or years, he reacts much, much like other men, men and women. Uh, she, yeah, anyway. Uh, we are equally positive that once he takes any alcohol whatsoever into a system, something happens both in the bodily and mental sense, which makes it virtually impossible for him to stop. The experience of any alcoholic will abundantly confirm this. These observations would be academic and pointless if our friend never took the first drink, thereby setting the terrible cycle in motion. And I'll end there, Paul. Uh, I think the reason why I like this reading is because perhaps there's this line in here, perhaps there will never be a full answer to these questions or opinions may vary. But I think maybe that's what this meeting is about is that the problem exists in the mind and perhaps there is an answer. Yes, yes. Yeah. I. I see that. It's a good reading for that, Jacob. Thank you. And if you listen to the sentence after where you stopped, yeah. therefore the main problem the alcoholic centers in his mind right, rather than in his body. So where is the selfing going on? In the body or in the mind? In the mind. Yeah. Problem resides in the mind. That problem may be an activity that makes us think we're making a decision when the decision is based on self, yeah? But not seeing the decision is based on self, it lends to the defeat by self, yeah? Because we think they were our decisions. Therefore, a blame and a responsibility almost like with super glue to all those behaviors that they were your behaviors when in fact you were driven, compelled, used for transportation. There's a lot of ways of saying it, but something did through you what you would never have done by yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not the body that they say. So they get very clear about a lot of things. Why the idea is because something takes you over and all the knowledge you think you have gets neutralized mm. by the act of being identified as that which wants to lead you to a drink. Therefore, you're led to a drink. 
Maybe if you break that identification with it, it won't lead you to the drink. It may annoy your head, but you won't get a 10-year prison sentence. Yeah? Yeah. You'll learn you can live with it, but you can't live as it. Yeah? We, as alcoholics and addicts, seemingly cannot live as self. Yeah? It leads us to these predicaments and situations. But we can live with self, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Saying, oh, it's bothering you. You have 30, you learned so many methodologies, not only in AA, to distract your attention from the mess. And then the mess clears up because the mess is you really attending to the mess a lot of the times. Yeah. Yes. So we know how to deal and live as, with self. We do. We don't know how to deal and live as self. Mm -hmm. Self is what has defeated us. And how does it defeat us when we live life as self? With un unknowingly, we've been wedded to this idea of being a self through the mental addiction. Yeah. So when we hear the mental state talking about this idea of self, we think it's talking about us. Yeah. And when it describes how that idea of self feels very disconnected, we go, I'm disconnected. Yeah. So we almost like we're doing that guy. You remember the guy, uh, the pantomime guy? We're just, we're mimicking everything it says. It says, mm -hmm. oh, I feel terrible. Oh, I feel terrible. Oh, I had a terrible day at work. Oh, I had a terrible day. This is at 8 p.m. Yeah? yeah. It's just we're out to lunch in a lot of ways. So, of course, we're being directed because we don't have any clear direction, truly. Yeah. So to me, the real knowledge is about the problem. You'll find out about the solution. It'll be more experiential and a feeling and a sense, but you can know about the problem because you've been feeling and having a sense of it and that hasn't helped. Yeah. You keep calling its feelings yours and its sense yours. So let's have some knowledge about it. And maybe that knowledge of self will be different than self-knowledge. Maybe it will prove very valuable. So how, hopefully you recognize that there's, a, there's an activity in the head that has you already identified, not even identified, that you already are a self. Yeah? So you're behind the eight ball completely. Yeah? And you and I did not do it. We're not doing that. The head is doing it, and we take ourselves to be the head. So then we go, I'm doing it, but we're not doing it. This is the beauty of it. So I remember I work with, uh, this is just my take on one of my nephews, who's quite old now, uh, has gone in and out for years, yes? In and out for years. The last thing that really moved me was, he got in touch with me and he was now going into a rehab that he had been into 20 years before. So talk about how tight that noose loop is. Yeah. And the thing I felt I saw in him is that he can never see his role in things. He was very clear about the fuckers that were bothering him at the rehab, uh, the, you know, their ideas, the food, the, the you know the smell of the place but he had no recognition of what he was doing that led him to end up there 
Yeah, it was just like a blank. And I feel this is one of the greatest disguises of the parasite. Yeah, it doesn't want you to look at you. It doesn't want you to have, what is that thing Plato said of Socrates? An unexamined life is not worth living, something like that. It does not want you to, it does not want you to be examined. It wants you to examine everything else. The other people, the situation, yes. The, you know, the food at the restaurant. But you know, because... And to, the, the example is so obvious. We take inventories of others like that. Why does it take months? And sometimes people go out just to, to, to uh, bypass the, the, taking an inventory on themselves. You would think they would love it. And they're going to have someone sitting there for four hours listening to them talk all about them. I mean, it seems like nirvana for the head. But it has... It takes inventories like that every day. But when, so I believe, and this, see, this would be like one of those whys. Like, why is that? Well, I believe there is an answer. I believe the parasitical disease blocks us off from self-examination mm -hmm. because it doesn't want you to see its role in your life because that would be the, the crack of the door. That would be the opening. Yeah, it doesn't, it wants that door closed. Yeah, just like it wants the door closed on the past that you did all that shit and you got to either avoid it or run away from it, you know, distract yourself from it. Yes, it doesn't want the past open. It doesn't want, because it doesn't want you to see its role. That is my answer to these whys. And why you keep doing shit where you wouldn't in other topics is because this thing wants that fucking fuel. It can have a, it can live a flamboyant life if you're under, if you're intoxicated, if you're drinking and using, it has a fucking field day. It's limited, its limit of expression is smaller when you're not drinking and using. Yes. It will still fucking bond you to the idea of self. But man, you are fucking enslaved to the idea of self actively drinking and using. Mm -hmm. So it wants you to do this stuff. You don't want to do it. It wants you to do it. You end up doing it, which is the more powerful condition. Obviously not yours, because yeah. you didn't want to drink. You swore off. You said, I'm never going to pick up that shit, yet you do. What is that? It's a clear example of powerlessness. Something is overriding your intentions and what you call your will. So we need to allow, align this weakened will and intention with a greater intention, which is the higher power. We have to seek a power that's greater than this, which is lording the power over on us. Yeah, by telling the truth. About what? About it. You don't know the truth about you, do you? I don't believe you do. That's what you find out. You find out, hey, I'm a pretty nice person, actually, when I'm not drinking or using. Or you'll find out that you're an asshole, and so what? You know, I'm not fucking, yeah? You're not finding out shit about you, drinking and using. So I don't see, these whys are not wise to me. Why do we behave like this? 
because something is compelling you to. Let's <laughs> uh, where's the other one. Why is it he takes the first drink? Because something compels you to. Why can't he stay on the water wagon? Something doesn't want to. <laughs> and that something has more power than you in this situation. Because the power that you may represent has been given over to it through the mental state being in the act of being identified as it. That's all my explanation of all these wives. If it, they work for you, fantastic. If you don't, it could be just academic if you just don't drink, yeah? So this could be academic. We could debate. Maybe that's, I don't believe there's a parasitical, whatever. You know, fantastic. But hey, if this works for you and you get relief from this unbearable, seemingly hopeless condition of mind and body, hallelujah. Yes? That's the whole point. So yeah, the wise. Yeah, what has become of the common sense and willpower that he still sometimes displays respect to the manners? Something's taken us over. Yeah. If something took me over, let's say Stanley took me over, and Stanley wants to go to uh, a football game. I want to go to a basketball game. I end up at the football game. Who's running the show? Stanley, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't have to be a metaphysical debate. Just it, the proof is in the pudding. Just check out what's going on. Yeah. Have I picked up a drink in 35 years? No, I haven't. Yeah. So this stuff, in a way, can be academic right now because I don't drink. I don't use. Yeah. But the knowledge is still valuable because people I know and I'm hoping to meet are drinking and using. And maybe we can pass on something to them that will allow them to not drink, not start, so they don't have to be masters of stopping. Yes? You know, I know exactly what to do when I need to stop. I got to go on a three-way little place, put turn off the phone, Lock myself in. Oh, great. You know exactly what to do to stop, but you don't live in not starting. That's yeah. the that's the true solution. Yeah. I'll drink lots of water. <laughs> it's just okay. Great. Let's pass them on. If you want to live in a community that has to stop drinking all the fucking time, I'd much rather live in the community that doesn't start drinking. Yeah, there's many, much more possibilities, literally. There are, there are huge possibilities when you don't start. When you start, when you start, the possibilities shrink, don't they? They shrink unbelievably. <laughs> I don't want to be a master at stopping. I don't. I really don't. I see value in it, but I don't see it as valuable. Yeah. In circumstances, it has value. Yeah. But I don't see that as valuable, really. I feel a life freed from that bondage is valuable. 
all life is valuable, but the expression of the value and the enjoyment of the value will be readily available now. Yeah. You'll be enjoying peace of mind. You'll be enjoying this new power flowing in this, that presence of whatever you want to call it, God or whatever nature, all of these, uh, Keep the camper pretty happy. Yes. I don't say happy. I don't like that word. Content, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. So thank you. Yes, the reading. So I think humbly we have some answers to those whys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you don't have to live in that confusion anymore. You have to be pretty clear about the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah especially if it's the act of being identified as something else. You've got to be very clear uh, about it. Yeah. If not, you know, eczema and psoriasis may have common effects, but they're not the same. So the ointment may give you a little relief if you misapply it to eczema, if it's psoriasis. Yeah. But the wonder of it is when you've really matched the diagnosis with the solution. It's beautiful. Yeah. Clear diagnosis, eczema ointment on eczema. There's going to be some damn good relief. Yeah. 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 And if you're not getting the relief, this is what you need to do. I would not start having tons of opinions about AA. I would try to look at the, the, uh, what has defeated you. <laughs> yes. I mean, AA is beautiful. It is. The people may be not. What happens sometimes with people may be not. But AA is beautiful concerning this thing. Yeah, it is. It gives you community. It gives you so much. Opportunities to service, which is essential. All these things. Yeah. So if you have an opinions about the solution and they're coming from the problem, I I'd much rather pay attention to the problem, yeah? Get some clarity around that. And then maybe you'll start really getting the effect of recovery, the effect that recovery can produce, yeah? Yeah. Or not, you'll just keep moving from recovery to something else. Let's say rational something, whatever, whatever they're doing. They're constantly trying to change the solution to make it more applicable to the problem. I would just change the fucking problem. Yeah. You got a solution already. <laughs> AA. If you've, if life brought you to AA, it's probably the place for you to be. I feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, especially if you got struck sober and that struck sober brought you to, uh, I don't think getting struck sober is going to bring me to a like a crack house. So struck sober got brought me to AA that night. It seemed like that's a pretty good indication. AA is the is the way for you, Paul. Yeah, it does. You may you know flower after it, but first of all, recovery. Yeah, yeah, and then recovery builds such an open platform. A lot can get built on there, eh? Yeah. 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 So that was a very good reading. I'm gonna go back to that. Maybe on Thursday. Right. Yeah, because it's important. 
this is why we are doing this in a way. I went to a lot of meetings. I did not hear a, 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 clear, a, a, clear, a clear idea about those whys. I didn't, yes? And for I don't think there can be vagueness concerning the problem. The effects of the solution can ex explode in vagueness. It's great. Don't give it a name and a form and you'll find out a lot. But when it comes to the problem, I don't think you can be vague with it. Yeah. I just don't because you'll be tr living as it. <laughs> <laughs> wishing to get freedom from it you know you'll be caught in that self can't get out of self thing yeah so this helped me it really and uh and it was to totally foundational yeah it wasn't like tweaking one of the steps or tweaking this or tweaking that it was a foundational change i feel like uh, I had a sense of self as other than me. Finally. <laughs> yeah. And that opened up to a lot of explanation, really. When I saw these whys that were just more populated than just a paragraph, a mm. lot of whys about my life, a, a lot of them got either lost interest in or dissolved because of this solution. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. So I can only hope that maybe it'll go farther than you. It doesn't matter. As long as it starts bringing relief, I believe relief begets relief. So especially when the relief is on solid ground like this. So, yeah. So thanks, man. That was a very nice reading. Thank you. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. And, uh, Anyone, if you have any questions or you want to come in, just uh, raise your virtual hand or just ask a question in the comments. Yeah, it's, it's strange. We even have a term for it in recovery, right? The three-step waltz, uh, where it's this avoiding of introspection, this avoiding of, of looking at those questions and seeing if there's an answer. And I know that my first time in recovery, I did it, where you know I went through the first three steps. I didn't see it through that lens. I wouldn't have been able to see it at the time that I was avoiding the introspection. Yeah. But that's definitely what it was because I was blindsided by a relapse. Yes, a lot of people leave around the fourth or ninth and both of them have something to do with looking at your role in things. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> something doesn't want you to look at your role in things. <laughs> that's my answer to those whys really it's not my answer that answer gave was given to me i didn't come up with it yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah it's nice to have a feeling well that the real sense is that it's other than you mm. that opens up a huge uh opening doorway because the bondage of self is identification as self. That's the bondage of self. Yeah. It's not handcuffs because handcuffs, you would recognize the thing you were handcuffed to and you being handcuffed. This is bondage. We're not recognizing what we're handcuffed to. We think it's us. Yeah. 
The other thing is sooner or later is easier to recognize. Okay, I'm handcuffed to this pipe. Okay, I want to get free from being handcuffed to that pipe. All right. Yeah, that's clear. Yeah. But when you're in the act of being identified, you don't usually know it. So you're living as if that thing that you really want to get out of is you. Yeah, so it it really inhibits a lot of possibility. That bond, it just puts you in a state of being bond to something or bound to something that you'd rather not be bound to. Yeah, but every attempt to break out of it as it strengthens it. Yeah. So when you try to get out of self, it reinforces the self, really, <laughs> because you're trying to get out of self as self yeah you see it it's a it's a mental act of being identified that we're mimicking as if it's true mm -hmm. and you never really the head's never telling you you better worry you're going to become a self it says you already are one yeah when it delivers its message it knows it could never presently bound bind you but it presents that you already are that yeah. And so your drive is to unbind you. The being bound is already, you don't even see. You think it's you. Yeah. And so, of course, the drive is to try to get out of that which is bothering you, but you don't realize that you're trying to get out of it as that which is bothering you. And that can go on for years and years and years. And in recovery, that's why. That thing, that self can't get out of self wasn't out of a book. That came out of observation of people doing just that. <laughs> they were trying to get out of something and they didn't know that something was what was trying to get out of something. Yeah? yeah. Wow. What a recognition, really. That would open a huge door. Yeah. And a lot of us has happened. We've seen it. We've seen the futility of self trying to get out of self. Yeah. And we're not in that event right now. Yeah. I'm at, at right now, I'm trying to get out of, in a way, an incredible sinus attack that I've been under for a month. Yeah. I'm clear that the sinus attack isn't me. Yeah. But now trying to get out of self as self can go on for years. Mm -hmm. I know this sinus attack may last a month or something, but it's going to run out because it has in the past. But this, this identification as something you're not travels pretty well. Because <laughs> where, wherever you think you are, whatever condition you think you're having, you're having it from this condition. This manufactured one, yeah, of self. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. We don't have that easy. I know the sinuses aren't me. You know, that's a clear distinction. We don't have that when it comes to self. We do not have a clear distinction of what self is and what we are. We don't. Mm. Or we're not living as if we do, obviously. We're keep constantly falling into the misunderstanding and that misunderstanding is the reaction to that are those whys we just read about yeah mm -hmm. because there's no understanding of the act of being identified as self so you're in a very confused why why am i 
doing something I don't want to do because you're not fucking doing it. You're being compelled. Yes. And these whys would go on for a long freaking time. Yeah. Then you did all these things that you hope would work. And then you'd be going there. Why hasn't it worked? And then, yes, it just, you're going to, most of the shit we do is going to lead you to why hasn't it worked? And that's its value. That's the greatest value of shit that it fails us. Mm. So maybe you'll get to the solution. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to get out of what you're not. Yeah. You're, we're doing exactly what they describe, self trying to get out of self. Yeah. We call Paul one of the poles of self, and then we have an idea of what self is. That's why you call it the ego, which is not selfing. Selfing mm -hmm. is not the objectification of the head of, about itself called ego. It's a sense. It's a feeling that's generated. Yeah. By what? by believing and having faith in what's being presented. So when the head says it's feeling a certain way, you say, I'm feeling a certain way. Yeah. You take the head's narration as your narration. Wow. That's a little more difficult to see than other stuff. Like if somebody was beating the shit out of me, I would know that it's that somebody. Yeah. yeah? But when you're beating the shit out of you, you're like, why? 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 <laughs> but there's a somebody basically beating the shit out of you, out of you and it's not you. <laughs> you're just, it's like that, you know, that, uh, what was that great thing with uh, Brad Pitt and Fight, and Fight Club, where he's thinking there's a Brad Pitt kicking his ass all the time. Finally, he wakes up and sees the video at the end that it's him punching himself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> the whole charade stops. Yeah. <laughs> I just want a little more. This idea of self-hatred. You and I do not hate ourselves. Something may hate us, but you and I do not hate ourselves. We don't. My dog does not hate herself. Probably never had a moment of hating herself. Mm. Cat, no fucking way. Yeah. Doesn't hate itself. Yeah. The birds don't hate themselves. Hummingbirds, they don't seem to be hating themselves. They're not stopping in mid, mid flight and pausing and looking fucking weird. They're just doing hummingbird shit. Yeah. Yeah. What's this idea? I hate myself. No, something is saying that. Mm. Yeah. And then we mimic it. Could you imagine living a life with, based on the premise, I hate myself? Like it says, where we are our own worst enemy. That's not fucking true. Really, we're not things, some, some movement has taken us fucking over. I would say it's mentally derived and mentally reinforced. It's not of the body. Yeah. And it has us believe in shit. That's not true. And one of them is deep self-hatred. Yeah. Self may hate self for sure, but that's not you. Yeah. Yeah.
So, you know, how are you gonna get, how is it gonna go with you as your, your own worst enemy? That's, that's, that's not a good position, is it? <laughs> all right, you got a long race. And just before you start, I know you got all those lovely new shoes and nice spandex or whatever, you're ready to run. You know, you're your own worst enemy, motherfucker. <laughs> you're going to run to the bar pretty quickly. You're going to run to the crack house pretty fast. <laughs> I got to get out of me as me. Mm. <laughs> I'm telling you, the real, there's a bell that will ring when you see that which is, you're calling you as other. Yeah a crack in the fucking little fabric of this imaginary del delusion will you'll see through yes hopefully yeah and then you'll look at your own things and then start seeing its role in those things that were your role in things yeah and let's fucking distribute blame and gratitude correctly we're putting all the gratitude in the right place but we're not putting all the blame in the right place i do not believe we're putting the blame in the right place. We're, we're holding all this shit of guilt and shame for shit that we were compelled to do and used to do. Yeah. Let's put the blame where it's meant to be put. The problem. Yeah. And then because we're doing it perfectly with the gratitude and with the higher power doing for us what we can't do for ourselves. Where is the... the where is the blame? I don't like the word blame, but let's say the responsibility to that which did through us what we would never have done by ourselves. It's the same movement. We recognize it with the higher power. Why is it we don't recognize it with the lower power? Because the, of the identification as. That's why. It makes sense to me. That might that may be scary, but it does. Yeah. I've never seen the dominoes lined up that made more sense to me than this way. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't heard it either. So all right. That's that's it, Jake. I'm gonna yeah. Yeah, we don't have any hands right now. Anybody have any questions? Want to come in and share? Raise your hands or you can, yeah, write something in the chat. Ask me to ask it however you want. I heard a good uh, description of the self recently, which was a, um, a collection or almost like a magnet for energetically held beliefs. And it seems like that central belief is identification with self, identification with the body or the image of the body. Yes, and then what you need when you start entertaining an idea, it is not you that has the belief. Right. It's belief. Yeah, it's a belief that you have. This right. is what ruins all these beautiful messages. Is yeah. It's still claimed by you. Yeah. Yes, and it just, it, it does, it will tarnish quickly, it will. As soon as it starts rubbing the gold, the gold gets tarnished. It's just the way it is. You have to have an understanding that what the head does, it claims whatever it comes in contact with, a mm -hmm. philosophical idea that has a great 
panoramic scope will fucking be myopic sized by the head because you'll be involved in it. You, you're the one who now sees life that way. No, they're seeing life that way. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, what you are never left or never came, doesn't come. It is. It has all these other little dances going on on its floor, but it's never not been here. Yeah. There's been a whole lot of doing, but this idea of being the doer is killing us. Yes. Mm. There's a whole lot of like, there's a great master. Obviously, people have heard Buddha. Supposedly, a statement attributed to him, I like. I heard it from other people, which was, you know, events happen and deeds are done, yet there is no individual doer thereof. Hmm, wow. That's sweet, isn't it? So it's not denying shit isn't happening, and it's not denying doing is occurring. What it's negating or questioning is there a doer. Or have you been moved by a lot of shit in this life? You've been moved by emotions. And for some of us, those emotions miss uh, in a weird how a weird reaction to them led led us to be go to jail for twenty years. Yes, there's a lot of things that happen, and that that break the boundaries of this weak story that I'm the doer of anything and everything that has come through me. Yeah, you're not the doer of almost half most of the stuff that's happening in the body. You're not beating the heart. You're not pumping the blood. You're not mm. fucking digesting that burrito that you ate a day ago. Yes. Are you really hearing? Describe me how what you do before you start hearing and what you wear and how you get ready to start hearing. It's just hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yeah. Mm. If they were under your control, you would have never made it after like four seconds. You would have gotten distracted and then the, the heart would have stopped. Yeah, it's just insane. Yet we believe we're the thinker of a much more subtle process called thoughts. Yeah, we're clear that we're not the digester. We're not. We're not in there digesting the burrito. <laughs> it would seem too absurd to claim that. But then this this much more subtle activity or process where we completely claimed it, the head has, that we're the thinker of all these thoughts. That's insane. Yeah, that's insane. I was walking around, someone gave, somebody owed me some money and I was out and they gave me $100. So I put it in my pocket. Suddenly, about... Five hours later, I go, hey, I have $100 in the pocket, in the, like the smaller pocket in jeans. I had no thought about that. It just rushed in. Something mm. told me, because I had, it was totally oblivious. It was like I never had the 100 and no, absolutely no, oh, not even a, a hint or a scent or a suspicion. No. And then suddenly it came in, I went to the pants, and there it was. <laughs> 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 I did that? No, that was freaking freaking obvious. I was oblivious to it. Yeah, I would never have thought about it. I may would have I may have thought a month later, but see even the language like I had thought, a thought may have come a month later, but I would never have thought about it because it was completely erased. I had no remembrance of anyone giving me anything. Yeah. 
<laughs> then how do you how how can you believe the storyline that you thought about it when you didn't think about it even if there were thoughts about it you didn't do it yeah oh that was only once and no it's probably what actually is going on in most cases we've got a story about something living yeah to believe the story it affects living really yeah because living ain't like the story it really isn't yeah uh well i'm happy to be here i hope uh i hope you're established in sobriety even if it's for a day i hope you're established in sobriety so that uh we can get on to the flourishing possibility realm. Yeah. 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 You know, people think they're, they're going to miss so much when they stop drinking, but they're missing so much while they, they keep starting drinking way more than the head will ever let them know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't know what it's like to be sober from the head's point of view. You can't. It doesn't sell it well, does it? <laughs> it makes it look like a prison sentence or shit. <laughs> Why? Well, there's the answer. It's defending its priority, which is itself, not yours. <laughs> which is always going to be the case. Yeah. I felt it really rang true with all the whys that can come up. I do. Mm -hmm. It seems to be an, uh, a very versatile answer to a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was apparent as I was reading through that, that, I mean, self's the culprit. It's, uh, it's obvious. Well, really, it's selfing. And in a, yeah, in a selfing way, is the culprit. Right? In a weird way, we are the culprit. In the mm. absolute, when you get towards the absolute, because there's nothing sure. else that's happening. I am. Uh, yes, but in this in this drama, the origins of that don't seem to be available. So mm -hmm. it's good to see it as something other than you. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not seeing itself as something as a part of you. It's seeing is itself as all of you. So you better direct attention to that part of you because it's living as if it's all of you yeah and by seeing saying it's not you that will bring out a, a a balance i feel it has here yeah i just gave up an important thing there yeah it's just because this is what the absolutists get upset with is well there nothing's actually ever happened yes yeah that's true but in in this event, it's not working. <laughs> so, so that part that you believe is part of you, it doesn't believe it's part of you. It believes it's all of you. So there needs to be a correction to that part of you. <laughs> and then it can be kumbaya. Yeah, but... 
first you have to let's get something straight and then okay yeah 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 hey our friend oliver from berlin has his hand up all right bring oliver on come on in oliver hello everyone uh so um Paul, I actually got two questions, but um, I'm, I'm just going to ask one, uh, the nicer one, I feel. The, you were mentioning a couple of meetings ago the importance of honoring and, uh, you know, just what it does and how actually, you know, radically different it is in, um, you know, from what we did before, you know, when uh, trying to self-manage or, you know, act on self-will. So um, it's, it's really, to me, it sounds uh, very, very helpful. And it really affected me this last couple of weeks, I would say. Would you uh, also kind of compare it with learning stuff that, that the, by yeah. honoring what happens? Yeah. We get to learn appreciation. Stuff. Yeah, to yeah. appreciate. Yes, and we act, but you know, unlike, you know, when I try to force force myself to get somewhere or learn something or make a change in my character and in life and so on, using of course self will, this actually works. You know, in the long term. A, a, you know, it's slowly, you know, something's being let go and something uh, gets out of the way of, you know, just uh, life occurring or finally occurring or uh, progress going on, growth, recovery, uh, you know, call it uh, uh, yeah. in, in similar terms, right? Um, so it, it, I guess similarly, gratitude. I, I have similar viewpoint now on gratitude because, uh, uh, you know, earlier it wasn't. I, I wasn't a big fan of gratitude list, for instance, because you know my viewpoint on gratitude was different then. But looking at it this way, it really, really, you know, shines a light, and it's you know it seems not only so much clearer but yeah so so much right. more meaningful and had sense yeah that's all i got yeah because it's learning it's not you're not going to learn you're learning in the moment yeah because you have a feeling that of self-centeredness or uh non-appreciation and so now when something actually works in your life, you honor it instead of moving on to all the shit that doesn't work, you know, because the head has its, its uh, habits. It likes to minimize miracles and forget them in a half hour and then keep on uh, revisiting seeming slights of 30 years. Yes. Yeah? So you can see, You've lived under something. It's almost as if you've uh, if you've lived under a certain atmosphere or an environment, let's say desert, you'll learn about it, you'll get into you'll know, you'll become familiar with it, and then you can recognize stuff. Well, this is the similar way. Uh, being self-centeredness, I was never happy. 
yeah, with anything really. But when something good came, it was forgotten and I just kept bitching and whatever, wanting more. And then when I started becoming aware of that, I, I had found a little trick, which was every time something worked out, I would say, thank you, God, that's more than enough. Yeah. And it was fun because I, the, my emphasis of living, what I was, what was being emphasized while I was living was changing. Yeah. With these suggestions in the, in, in the life of recovery. And it was a safe Petri dish because we're all fucking crazy in AA and uh, no one's going to get fired if they're wrong and stuff. So basically I could live, make lots of fucking mistakes and shit like that. But I did start to remember what, oh, I really wish this would happen. And then when it happened, I didn't forget all of that wishing would happen. I remembered and I go, wow, thank you. Yeah, I'd have a lot of gratitude. So I started seeing things that were getting emphasized differently. And I could help with, with that, but just by, you know, what I was bowing to, so to speak. Yeah. If I was bowing this way or that way, it, 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 uh, it put, put more emphasis on that. Yeah. Just a little bow. And so, yeah, this, I needed, uh, the action figure, uh, It would have been, life wouldn't have been able to fit the change in me if these old habits weren't broken. Yes? So I was changing, and if my life didn't change, it, it would have been weird, so to speak. It would be like ill-fitting. But the suggestions in AA and the principles and, you know, you learn how to face life successfully, these things like tinkered around with the action figure that it could sort of like if you were, if you were running on 110 uh wattage and then you switched to 220 uh the wiring would have to change a little bit well i need that the action figure had a change with this new energy moving through yes because the new energy was looking differently at things than the, the old energy was. Yeah. And now I was looking, so I didn't want the old energy to be there because the old energy isn't flexible. It's not, it's rigid. Yes. It just wouldn't fit. But by changing the action figure, it, uh, it allowed it to translate the energy that was changing. I feel. Yeah. So these things I saw, the self-centeredness and the vindictiveness and the smallness and the uh, uh, not being grateful for anything, you know, expect, you know, sense of entitlement. They were all sticking out like sore thumbs in the action figure. Yeah. And uh, uh, those on that level of change, the principles and the suggestions and the habits that can be formed in recovery, a life of recovery were, were the most profound wisdom, really, you know, to have a North Star of a principle, which is to, you know, turn your will and life over to the care of a higher power. And then the other principles have really worked for this action figure, because this action figure uh, ran into a lot of fucking walls, fell into a lot of holes. Um, 
wasn't discreet, you know, it drew attention on itself and had nasty consequences. I mean, I got run over twice by the same car. So uh, it wasn't all just, oh, I've recognized my spirit. There had to be a change in the action figure. It, it just had to be. It was like a lot of, it had a lot of like dents and <laughs> in the bumpers and shit. It needed a little bit of a work. Yeah. And so these things were the work in me. Yeah. Recognizing some basic conditions from the disease and then doing the suggestions like gratitude lists and prayers to work on them so they could, because even though they seemed like they're set in place uh, in recovery, that nothing's set in place. It can be molded anew, yeah? Even the oldest ideas can be molded anew. So, yeah, there's a lot going on in recovery on different levels, the action figure level, the social level, you know, community level, you know, community level, you get a sense of belonging. You may not, may not get that from this, the spiritual, whatever, energetics, yeah? So there's, we're being fed in a lot of ways to get much more well uh, balanced here in the world and of, of, of what we are, yes? So yeah, that's part of it for me, Oliver, it was. And I've rested on a lot of those habits now for years, yeah? They weren't there when I came in. They were produced, and now they're part of this life. I truly, I'm a big believer in habits because the problem resides in the head, and if the head has a lot of say with uh, the actions you need to facilitate the solution, uh, that's not really workable. But a habit is an action without thought, yeah? So you start doing shit without the, uh, without the influence of the mental activity, which is great. So I believe following suggestions and principles produce habits that really are the best insurance policy for the action figure. Yeah. 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 So it learns to keep out of its own way, which is great. I hope you get a little of it. I feel there's lots of flavors of recovery, you know, because in the world of things, the action figure is recovering. And then there's in spirit where there's actually no recovery because you've never not been spirit. Yeah. So there's a lot going on so, and there's different shades of time. The spirit quote unquote recovery is instantaneous because there was no need for recovery the action figures recovery is of time, yeah? Things change and you see a little growth and a lot of growth. And after a while you lose interest in looking at any of it and you're just run by habits, really, yeah? I'm in the habit of being sober right now. Yeah. This habit works. I was in the habit of getting loaded before, it didn't work. <laughs> But habits work. How they work is based on what the habit's about. Yeah. So thanks, Oliver. I'm ha very happy to have met you in Zoom for all these years. It's nice to journey with all of us. Yeah. Skipping Thank the you. happy destiny. <laughs> right.
It's yeah. very interesting how one word made a slight change, you know, towards better understanding, you know, because I heard of gratitude and I like your explanation of it, what happens, you know, and uh, when it comes and, uh, you know, the effect of it. Uh, a slightly different word honoring, you know, did something to, you know, push towards better, better understanding. Yeah, uh, actually interesting, you know, I don't know to yeah to make it appear a little bit even more you know horse in front of a cart you know it seems well yeah. yeah and the thing is see the spirit uh is fed through expression the action figure is fed in other ways yeah the action figure you know is in a place and time and it needs direction yeah and so you know, like you'll find your seat assignment or you'll recognize that wherever you are is a seat assignment. These things are very helpful for the action figure, I feel. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Just I literally feel that I am making a bit less mistakes, you know, like I learned better you know since i acknowledge some sort of importance of you know honoring stuff that's kind of almost uh, functions almost as a trick or i don't know it's pretty early to say this but you know <laughs> it seems so uh, well sometimes the head needs to be tricked that's mm -hmm. what happens because if it if it if it's consulting too much on the solution that becomes a problem yeah you want to get around it and a lot of times you do tricks with it, yeah? You're almost like looking as if you're using it, but you're, you're not, you're <laughs> yeah. This is subtle stuff. You could get into talking about a lot of things, but the basic premise here is to recognize the possibility that that which has defeated you and is going to defeat you is not you. Yeah, just fundamentally. And then see where that takes you. And then maybe, because when you're seeing the action figure from the head, the head sees it to use it as transportation. It doesn't really take care of it that well. It may take care of it to look like better, you know, attract something, but it's not a very good caretaker <laughs> for, for the, the body. <laughs> it just isn't. It's demanding a whole lot, you know, like you being the, you know, the center of the universe and it's just way too much. It puts like four tons on a half ton pickup. The half, the body can't handle it. Yeah. All of its importance. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But people who try to want to get, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a sense of belonging through spirit. Just, uh, just join a community. It's just, yeah, you don't, you don't always just shop at Spirit. You shop at different stores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, belonging is like satsang, the association with truth. It gets, gives you a sense of belonging. Traveling, having a meeting like the thing we did in Italy last year, there was a lot of high level sense of belonging going on. Yeah. 
that I don't think would have been being produced if I was sitting alone in a cave. I just don't. So yeah, it's a, a many splendored bouquet, the solution. It blooms in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a sense of purpose. Most people need a sense of purpose as an action figure. Don't you think? If they're left to their own devices, the head will have them fucking uh, entering, you know, fucking nihilism and shit like that in a second. <laughs> you know, just, you know, hey, I have something to do today. <laughs> That's the purpose. Great. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the dog. The dog follows simple. Uh, I don't have to go into an esoteric uh, description. I just look at the dog and then I say something in a deeper voice and it knows not to do it. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah. The action figure is sort of like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Oliver. Anyone else, Jacob? Thank you, Oliver. I don't see any other, other hands, Paul. And it's about, it's 2.35. Don't you feel solutions are varied in a way the the expression of solutions based on the solidity of thingness and space and time so solutions appear like instantaneously in spirit and sometimes the solutions play out over time on the action figure and the head and health wise yeah yeah i feel i feel more like when there's a sense of spaciousness there's a playful quality that comes out that's that no longer needs a solution that that like doesn't think in those terms and it it's only when things are when i'm thinking in in relation to this life or you know or if i'm half half in half out that's when the solutions become become uh become useful that's where that's when the the skillful means become useful is yeah. when the emotion arises, when the reaction arises, when I'm asked to show up to something, you know, um, and either I was caught off guard or something was caught off guard. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the skillful means usually will get replaced by habits after sure. a while. Yeah. 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 So when you're in the habit of certain, you don't need skillful means. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's almost like training a dog in a way, the action figure. Yeah, yeah, and then it it would be like like you were saying, where there's kind of a, a spontaneous response to, and the solutions are varied. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Definitely. definitely. Well, how they play out? Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, here's my dog. Look at this toy dog. Oh. I never wanted to see it in one of those cones uh, that has yeah. happened. I'm feeling great uh, simpatico with it. Mm. Yeah, uh, she doesn't understand why she can't lick her ass. <laughs> <laughs> but from the veterinarian's point of view, he, she shouldn't lick her ass. So, uh, so uh, never again. No, yeah, just for <laughs> just for oh, now. Yeah, feels. Yeah. Yes, she's at somewhat at peace with the idea. <laughs> <laughs>
And this is the thing, see? Just this is a very good thing about the action figure when you start getting sober. Yeah, she runs into a lot of shit because she's got this cone on, yeah, that she used to be able to navigate. So I moved a lot of the furniture wider than before so she can make it. But, you know, the mm -hmm. same thing when you've been only clunky and then you get more sublime, mm -hmm. yeah, there's learning there. Yeah, how to navigate. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. All right. Well, let's say goodbye to everybody. Yeah, got Oliver. Thanks, Oliver, for today. Is that all right? Or if anyone yeah. wants to share? All right. I'm just moving it along. Kerry? People can come in while you say goodbyes, too. Hmm? And people can come in while you say goodbyes. Oh, yeah. Well, Jacob, thank you. Say hello to uh, our other lovely friend, Alex. There she is. Hi, Alex. Walt. My brother from another mother, John in Florida. We got my friend in Cleveland. I always like to see her. Yes. Mia, she's somewhere. I don't know where exactly. So Joseph. Oh, from where he's back to where it all started. Oh, nice to see you, Joseph. Gary, I'm hoping you're feeling better. Doing well. Doing well. Thanks, Paul. Fantastic, brother. Very nice. Tom, New Hampshire. Nice to see Tom dropping in. Very good. We got Dirk. Dirk, I want to uh, thank you and I appreciated the thing you sent me. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much for uh, putting it out there. And uh, there is a solution. Yes, I'm, I'm getting to start to experience solutions. So that's great. Thank you. Fantastic. That's very good. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Lebowski. He's, oh, he woke up for a second. Come back. Come back, Lebowski. Nice to see you, bro. <laughs> he was there at the beginning of the Zooms, as some of us have been, Kerry and everyone. We got uh, Chris B from Boston area. Sally? She's participating fully. Roman, my main man. We're going to... Two different cultures are going to clash in Sicily, bro. Yeah. I'll be chanting USA, USA. Nina. Did you get my job? Huh? I said, and you get my Germany. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, Nina, always. J, A. Uh, I just lost somebody. Oh, Annette. Nice to see you, Annette. How are you, honey? All's well. Hi. Thank you. You're welcome. We got Erica 108. Yeah. Michael Stacy. He's the man behind the curtain, pulling all the strings, all the technological platforms. Colin, Carolyn, Rob from Louisville, Kimia from, uh, I know she's from Hawaii, I think. Cassandra, she's a very, let's see, we've got Christine and Kona. We've got, I think I got everyone. 
Yeah. Hey, listen, have a good day. Eh? Don't take yourself so seriously. And uh, we'll be here. Oh, we'll be here today at 4.30 Pacific time if you want to jump in. The pool's open all the time. Yeah. You don't know. You don't, you know, if, if one dive isn't enough, do a couple of dives. It's okay. No one drowns in this pool. And you, can, you can't get more wet than you already are. So let's just keep pointing out the obvious. Okay. See everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks.